This is the Fantasy Football Zone. The advice you are about to hear does not reflect the views of 98% of fantasy football players. What the hell is he talking about? Get involved with the show by following us on Twitter at DraftThatGuy. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Zone. And welcome to this week, the playoff edition. We're officially here again, the Fantasy Football Zone. I'm PJ, and over there again, we've got... What's going on? I'm Todd. Man, what a week. I mean, I'm thankful I had a bye last week because some of the stuff that went on last week, it would have drove me nuts. How about you? Well, yeah, I had Cousins and Wilson are my two quarterbacks in the team that's still alive in the playoffs. And while I while I would have won regardless of their crummy performance, I would have not have been uh, real excited with the way they played on Monday night. Yeah, that was – oh, God, that was terrible to watch. I mean – I have Chris Carson, so I was happy to see he got some production, a little bit. But my goodness, I mean, I by the time, what was it, Russell Wilson had about a 40 or 50-yard run. If he didn't have that run, his fantasy night would have been just absolute disaster up to that point. Well, yeah, wasn't it the lowest passing total he's had in his career? Yes. Yeah, it was. it was bad, so... If you had to start Cousins or Wilson and you were waiting for that Monday Night Miracle to keep your playoff season going, I'm, I'm sorry, and you're probably not listening today. <laughs> let's, let's be yeah, honest. You, you don't care anymore. And, you know, that's a question I actually had because, one, you know, one of my leagues, I'm obviously not in the playoffs, but my brother and friends are. Do you pay attention to, do you pay attention to your league and what's going on in the playoffs once you're out, or do you care less who wins? I honestly, I, I check out, I, I don't care. And I'll check in after the final week or I'll, you know, after the, you know, the Monday or whenever it all wraps up the regular season or when the playoffs wrap up, I should say of the uh, fantasies, I'll, I'll, I'll check out and see, Oh yeah, they won. And then sometimes I forgot who won until it's draft time. Right. Yeah. I'm the same way. I, I, unless it's, Unless it's like if my brother's involved, sometimes I'll semi pay attention and I kind of have to because yeah. we're on a group text. But otherwise, yeah. I'm, I, I could care less, to be honest with you. So we had that terrible low scoring game, which killed fantasy. I, I've got a feeling, too, a lot of people either got helped or hurt by the Miami Miracle. Again, one of these freak plays that probably helped somebody or eliminated somebody from the playoffs, but getting Kenyon Drake's points. And and all that, and maybe even if you had the Patriots defense, it probably screwed you over too. And what about Derrick Henry deciding to show up and, last Thursday night? And then there's that. I mean, unbelievable. What a game. But, I mean, and, and here's the funny thing. If you were in the playoffs, if you started Derrick Henry, you must have had to have been in a position where <laughs> maybe you had James Conner or Melvin Gordon. Yeah, I yeah. mean, that probably was your last resort because otherwise I don't know why you would go, yeah, you know what, I'm going to play Derrick Henry tonight. Yeah, I'm going on a whim. I think he's going to have four touchdowns over 200 and some yards. Uh, he's going to have a 99-yard touchdown with a bunch of stiff arms. It's going to look awesome. And, yeah, he's finally going to be the Derrick Henry I thought he was going to be all season long. Yeah, and if you yeah. did that, kudos to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, congratulations. You're probably going to win your league. And that's the thing, yeah. everyone now that needs a running back, especially there's quite a few hurt this week and are going to be out. They're jumping on the Derrick Henry bandwagon. Folks, I'm, I'm sorry. I still don't trust that Tennessee backfield. I, I just don't. I'm going to start Derrick Henry over Todd Gurley because he's got a tough matchup. If you're out there, wow. 
and, and, and we do get those questions, and this is the time of the year where people start to second, third, and fourth guess what they're doing because of obviously all the implications that are going on with it. But you, what I, what I try to always go with the gut and just trust who got you to this point and play them. I mean, that's yeah. e- even if it's a tough matchup, you got to go with who brought you there. Look, and I have Aaron Jones, right? And I have, I have been beating the Aaron Jones drum all year. Yep. If you go back to our draft day special, I have liked Aaron Jones. Yep. And I have him, and he's obviously got a very difficult matchup on Sunday, and I started to think, well, do I get cute? Do I have to try to play Josh Adams? And you know what? I said, you know what? I'm going to play Aaron Jones. It's a tough matchup, but I, I got to go with it. So mm-hmm. I, I completely understand why people do it. I was doing it a bit myself this week. Yes, I mean, it's a hard thing, but you got to just stick with who got you there for the most part. Yeah, obviously the flex positions, they're always going to be, you know, tough coin toss decisions you're going to have. But, you know, the main guys, I think you got to stick with them. And, you know, this is tonight's game. I'll tell you what, this is, it's a huge game, but the guys that are out, this is kind of huge for fantasy implications. You go on the Chargers side of things. Austin Eckler, he's out for sure with that neck issue, so he's going to be out. Melvin Gordon is questionable right now, and it sounds like he, I, I don't know, it sounded like he might play, it sounded like he might not play. So you got that to deal with. And then the Chiefs, Spencer Ware, who was, I I was, right when that video came out to Kareem Hunt, I picked him up. Well, now he's doubtful for tonight for the Chiefs. Sammy Watkins is out. Even Tyree Kill listed as questionable I mean, this is a big fantasy game tonight to kick off the week, especially where we are in the semifinals and the uh, playoffs. I mean, this is huge tonight, and there's a lot of guys that could be out. Yeah, I mean, Damian Williams, if he's exactly. still on your waiver wire, I would go snatch him up because he's going he's gonna to be the guy tonight in, in uh, Kansas City. Um, man, I tell you what, for if I'm a Melvin Gordon owner, even if he does play tonight, I read something earlier today. It said that when he suffered the injury back on November 25th, they thought it was a two to four week injury. Yes. And, and this came from Adam Scheffler. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's been 18 days since this happened. And he is saying what he's hearing is it will be challenging for him to play tonight. And then the next question you ask is, okay, if he's active, how much is he on the field? So you're a Melvin Gordon owner. You see he's active. You say, all right, I'm going to play him. And then he, he gets what? five carries or re-aggravates it and mm-hmm. and you're screwed more or less yes if, if i was a melvin gordon owner and i had any other decent options even if he plays tonight i would go with my other options yeah i mean that's hard to gauge i even thought the chargers you know knowing where they are they're for sure going to have a playoff spot i thought maybe they'd shelve them until maybe seven week 17 or the playoffs and just rest him up considering the situation, but now that you have Eckler out, you got Justin Jackson in there, but, uh, I mean, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I don't remember. You know, I can look real quick. I'm trying to think. When the Chargers and Chiefs played before, who won that game? I think this is actually their – I'm trying to – Oh, you know what? They played the very – they played the first first game of the season. That's right. That's what it was. Uh, And Kansas City actually won that game. Yep, 38-28. Yeah, they won by 10. So say San Diego wins night, I, I guess then you would have to go look at the, the con, you know, the division record, yes. and then you get into other tiebreakers because they would be one-to-one head-to-head. Yep. Um, 
I, I guess what I'm trying to say is with the Chargers looking at a, a game against Baltimore next week uh, and then at Denver the final week uh, opposed to Kansas City's schedule of, I mean, at Seattle, that's a tough game, but then they get Oakland, uh, yeah. you know, at home. Mm-hmm. I guess if you're the Chargers, you have to, and I get that a, that a bye in, in the playoffs is huge, but mm-hmm. you really have to take a hard look and say, what, you know, what's the possibility of us winning the AFC West? And I get tonight is a huge game. If you're going to win it, you have to win the game tonight, and then you're tied going into your, your final two games, yeah. and you'll see what happens, but... Uh, to your point, I would be really leery of, of risking a long-term out for the rest of the year Melvin Gordon injury if I was the Chargers. And then you got the Chiefs wide receiver situation. So Tyreek Hill, you know, he's questionable. He most likely is probably going to play, most likely. He's just listed that way. Sammy Watkins, we know, is out. I mean, is this Kelvin Benjamin? Welcome to the team. Uh, we need you to step in, buddy. I mean, Kelsey, huge game. What do you think? Yeah, again, they've had him. Uh, you know, They said they've been having him with a crash course of their offense yes. in Kelvin Benjamin. Uh, it, it, he's going to have to play, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they have no one else. You, uh, Chris Conley could be yeah. a guy that you look at tonight. Um, he's had some, some games where he's shown some flashes, and if Benjamin's not up to speed, I, I think Conley will be the guy that you want to go with tonight if you're, if you're looking for some help at wide receiver. I also want to tackle this because it was said on one of the morning talk shows by a guy that doesn't know much about football, but he acts like he does. And the name are you, is, are you going to tell me about Hunter Henry? Yes, having a great year? yes. the The name is trending out there, and I don't want anyone to fall into oh, Hunter Henry. He's going to play tonight. He's available. Man, I need a tight end. No, he's he's not. Yes, a gentleman who usually covers basketball and knows basketball very well was talking about. Uh, the football game tonight. Yes. And, uh, you know what? We'll, we'll retweet it out on our, yes. on our, uh, dra- at draft that guy. Cause you have to see, <laughs> Teddy you have Bruschi's to see the face, face. Yes. <laughs> as, yeah. as a Teddy Bruschi. Is that yes. who it is? Yeah. Bruschi was on there and yeah, I'm like, why is Hunter Henry trending? I thought he was out for the year and all of a sudden, Oh. He's, having a great, he's having a great year, PJ. He's, he's having a great year somewhere on the beach. Yeah, I mean, come <laughs> on. so do not pick up Hunter Henry. He's he's out tonight, okay? Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, then we got this deal. So we got tonight, and then we've got welcome to the middle of December towards the end of the season. We've got two Saturday games to watch out for in your lineup. Okay? I love it. So, yeah, if that's not confusing enough with you being in the playoffs and whatnot – yeah, make sure you check the inactives on Saturday because we got the Texans at the Jets to kick things off. Uh, this note just came down. Uh, Isaiah Crowell is going to be out for the Jets, so he is not going to be an option in the Jets' backfield. So if you really needed him, which, again, you're probably really down on your luck, but you've been skating through to this point, you're not going to have Isaiah Crowell back there. McGuire, I would uh, – I would. well, he's still listed as questionable too. So uh, with the Jets – they're, they're the Jets. Don't start anyone, right? Or that's my advice. <laughs> I saw someplace, too. Apparently, they're supposed to have some pretty heavy rain showers. Oh, weather uh, games, in, yeah. In the New York area when they're playing on on Saturday. So that may be worth a look. I mean, I have DeAndre Hopkins. I'm still going to play him, obviously. Yes. If he, He's been questionable all year. But, uh, you know, Houston did not look great against Indianapolis at home last week. No. So there's a, there's a, bit, con, a bit of concern. Uh, just Deshaun Watson has such had such an up and down 
year. Yep. I, you know, I just don't know what to do with him. If, if he was one of my quarterbacks, he'd be on my bench if I had any better options. I got to ask your opinion on this because he's in a lot of flex conversations. A lot of people picked him up after trade. But Demarius Thomas, do you think this is a game where, again, in the red zone they go to him? Maybe this is one of those three catch, two touchdown games again with him. I, I with against this Jets secondary. I hope not. Needs <laughs> <laughs> with DeAndre Hopkins touchdown. Yeah. Um, you know, look, he had those two touchdowns uh, a couple of weeks ago on Monday night. I, for me. I would have to see what your options are, but okay. I still just don't have a ton of confidence in them. All right, so that's Jets-Texans. Again, that's Saturday afternoon for that game. And then Saturday night, it's going to be the Browns at the Broncos. Yeah, <laughs> interesting one. Well, Philip Lindsay, I had to, I saw this. He's in the top five rushing area. I think he's number three or four in the league in rushing right now. I mean... For a guy that was an undrafted free agent, he's been putting up the yards fantasy-wise, and yeah, he's been a great pickup for you. But uh, other than that, on that Broncos offense, uh, I'm not going with anything. And well, the Browns, Nick Chubb, come on, buddy, I need you. Keep keep rolling along. Who's uh, uh um, David Njuko, man? I tell you what, yeah. after the game after the game uh, last week in San Fran, you you may want to play the tight end because. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> kind of, uh, Denver did not really slow him down very well last yeah, week, so that may yeah. that may be a sneaky play for you if you if you have a flip the coin situation. Kittle, what with two hundred ten yards, amazing. So uh, that could be something you could look at. I mean, I would have to go check and see what Denver has done all year against tight ends. But if you have a if you have a flip the coin, I'd, I'd be going Cleveland on. Uh, uh, Najuko on uh, Saturday night, and that's the thing I've been playing. I'm been doing the defense thing lately, so I picked up the Broncos defense last week just to have them for this week because I thought, oh, it's going to be a night home game. They usually play good at home, but then I picked them up before what happened to San Francisco, and I'm like, oh, this is, this this one might backfire on me here. So I'm still in limbo on which defense to pick up here in the matchup. So. Yeah, the the Denver defense not looking too appealing right now. Not at all. Yeah, that was bad. So there you go, Browns and Broncos. They'll wrap things up Saturday night, and then we get the Sunday, the noon kickoffs. Uh, We'll do Packers and Bears as the Packers back on track last week. They got the victory against the Falcons. Uh, The Bears, well, they're going to be trying to win the NFC North, and they've got a lot of revenge on their mind, especially from how they blew the first game of the year against the Packers. And, I mean, the Bears, I mean, the offense, Trubisky did not look good last Sunday night, but that defense was awesome. And, man, if you get the Bears defense, they are really helping you out here in the the fantasy playoffs. Yeah, you know, look, if – as a Packer owner, I think you play. You have to play your Adams. You have to play Jones, and and you know, is uh, it Rogers, a Rogers start? Depending on who else you have. Yeah. Otherwise, I I tell you what, the defense was very impressive against the Rams on Sunday night. Um, yeah, I don't feel good about the matchup, but I'm still going to play my big guys on the Bears side. Uh, you know, Tariq Cohen. I think he could definitely cause some problems against the Packers defense. Uh, he's he's somebody that I would definitely have in my lineup at a flex position. Yeah, I had to talk about a Bears fan about Tariq Cohen because I'm like, man, he looks like the perfect back for this system. While Jordan Howard, yeah, he's 
He's a good running back. Don't get me wrong, but I, I just don't think he's fit for this system. And, yeah, he, he agreed and said, yeah, Tariq Cohen is, is the ideal back for Matt Nagy's system. And, and Howard, it'll be interesting in the offseason. But, yeah, I mean, and the Bear fans are kind of frustrated at Howard, too, but they got to understand this is a whole different system from when Howard was running all over the place in John Fox's system. Yeah, they're, you know, they're doing a lot of different things. And, and I think Howard will get some yards against Green Bay's defense on on uh, Sunday. But I, between those two quarterbacks, Cohen is definitely the one I'd go with. And what about the Allen Robinson? A lot of people seem to have him on the roster. He's either in the flex or he's your third wide out. People losing confidence in him a little bit here because the last couple of weeks, you know, Trubisky was out. His production went down. Back last week, kind of a struggle against the Rams. Packers secondary, yeah, they gave up a lot of yards to Julio, and a couple of those weren't real catches, but we don't know what those are anymore. But, I mean, they're still pretty stout against the pass, surprisingly. They're still uh, up towards the top in yards allowed per game through the air. Still amazes me. It truly really does. And, and I had to kind of chuckle to myself whenever Atlanta came right out and went right down the field with Julio and thought, oh, Julio's going to have a big day. And then yeah. they, they locked him down until garbage time, basically, when Atlanta was, was down by, what, 27 points late, yes. and they were just tossing the ball around. I mean, Allen Robinson is one of those guys where I don't feel great about playing him as my third receiver. And, and again, it's going to come down to what are your options, right? Mm-hmm. Who, who yeah. do you have to play other than Allen Robinson? Um, but, you know, it's if you if you have some guys that you're just throwing against the wall and, and hoping they'll stick, I, Robinson is one of those guys that, that you could go with. You know, I mean, I, again, for me, it's really who you have, and I know that you can just look and say, "Hey, is it a starter set?" But it's just not that easy for me to say, "Hey, yeah, you should definitely start him or set him." Um, it it depends what else you have on your on your roster. I would I would want to see it. Yeah, and I had to double-check. Yep, Packers still in top 10 for pass yards per game or defense, giving up only 225 yards a game. They're number eight right now. So it it is a surprising factoid considering all the injuries they had and some inconsistent play in the secondary. But, I mean, they're they're hanging tough there. Now, speaking of good defenses, you know the number one overall defense in the league is for total yards? I do not. I I would guess probably like a Bears or – uh, Seattle's defense no. has been pretty decent lately. No, it's a team that you dogged on a lot this season. Buffalo. The Buffalo Bills, the number one ranked defense in total offense, or total defense, I should say, and also passing yards. And they're going to be hosting the Lions coming up this Sunday. So start that Bills defense. I guess if you need a running back, start Josh Allen, right? Oh, you can't play him at running back. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, where has LaShawn McCoy gone? This is unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, you got your uh, Bills quarterback slash running back Josh Allen, but you can't play him at running back. So <laughs> don't play Josh Allen if you're in the fantasy playoffs. I'm sorry. I no, no, you, it, it dip- 335 rushing yards over the past four <laughs> weeks doesn't doesn't give you confidence in him. I, not this time. He, I you can't. I just uh, he's a rookie, man. I can't. I can't justify that here in the fantasy playoffs. You got to go with who who you got there, and you got to think there's at least you know depending on how your playoff structure is, you either got like four teams left. You know, there's got to be at least four quarterbacks ahead of him that that's better than right. <laughs> uh, you you got to, I would think at this point. But if he's there, maybe. 
Maybe not. Yeah. I don't no, know. I, I, yeah. If, I don't think you're still in the playoffs. And I, I don't think you're in the semifinals if you're having to pick Josh Allen off the waiver wire because yeah. he's better than the quarterback you have in your roster. I'd be completely shocked. Lions do anything for you? No, no. not at all. No. They were terrible at Arizona last week. Seven of their 17 points was a pick six. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, there's nobody I like, especially going and playing in Buffalo. Yeah. I mean, this is strange, too, because Stafford – usually puts up some pretty decent numbers and he would keep a team alive in the fantasy playoffs in years past. Yeah. This year, I, it's just, it's strange with what's going on there because yeah, he would usually put up the big passing numbers and at least you, you get something that way. And this year, no, nothing, nothing. Yeah, over, over the last four weeks, he's averaging about 200 yards passing. Yeah. And this, this is for four weeks. Yeah. He that's... has two touchdowns and three interceptions over the last four weeks. Yeah. I'm not saying he's he's going to win you the championship, but I, he, I mean Stafford. He used to, you know, he he would get you pretty decent in the playoffs if you had to go with him because you bank on 300 yards and maybe two touchdowns pass. Right, but not this year, man. They Lions have fallen off, especially offensively. Uh, speaking of offenses, we got the Buccaneers. They're still towards the top in total yards. They just they fell to second now as the uh, most yards per game after last week. But they've got a very tough matchup coming up at, in Baltimore against this Ravens defense that, uh, well, they did a pretty decent job against Kansas City, almost pulled it off last week. So, I mean, Ravens D, I'm really liking them, even though it's against this Buccaneers offense that knows how to throw it around. This Ravens D is playing like old-school Ravens D right now. Yeah, I think I think with uh, the box, I mean, look, they scored 14 right away and they cannot score anything against New Orleans at home last week. Um, the one thing that you could look at is I, I think they'll be playing from behind. So with your Evans, Humphreys, uh, Jameis Winston, you could be looking at some, some garbage time points. Um, that would be the main thing I would look at in this game because of Baltimore's defense looking as good as they, they've looked. Uh, so I would still play... I still play those three guys, and obviously Cameron Brait. If you have him at tight end, he's had a few touchdowns since he's taken over full time for OJ Howard. Yeah, uh, I I still feel okay playing those guys, even with the tough matchup, because I think they will get garbage time. I think a lot of people have flex guys in this game. I if that's I mean, with when you were listing off the Buccaneers guys, and then on the Ravens, I'm thinking, oh, there's Gus Edwards and. Well, I guess if you got to play Crabtree or Brown, I mean, I, this one's got kind of like uh, a lot of flex guys might be playing in this one. Yeah, you know, and it looks like Jackson's getting a little more comfortable throwing the ball just from yeah. you know the the parts of the KC game that I watched last week. So it's not it's not like a few weeks ago when he first came in playing where you're like, man, put Crabtree and Brown on your bench because he's yeah. just not throwing the ball. Mm-hmm. I still would not have a ton of confidence in John Brown. I mean, no. he's got four catches for 71 yards and a touchdown over the last four weeks. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's yeah. a lot to be depending on for him to all of a sudden break out. But it is, you know, it is Tampa Bay. It is Tampa. The defense yeah. has played better the past few weeks, but, uh, you know, I look for Baltimore to rack up some yardage in this game. Lamar Jackson will rush for 200 yards and throw for 200. He, he very well may. <laughs> so there we go, Buccaneers, Ravens. Uh, Cardinals and Falcons up next. Not loving anyone in the Cardinals, but I need my Falcons to come through. I've danced with Matt Ryan and Julio Jones this year, and I need them to come through this week. 
Yeah, you know, I mean, what's the motivation at this point? They're pretty much out of the playoffs. And that's the problem I'm having because I'm like, are they going to sit these guys? Not sit these guys, but there's no motivation for them. And that's where I'm kind of like, I hope they just don't give up right now. Yeah, I mean, they're still professionals, right? I'm sure they don't want to lose at home to Arizona a la Green Bay. Um, You know, so I think they'll come out and they'll, they'll score their points in the Dome, but just it, 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 you'd much rather than be playing for something this time of year if you had all the the Atlanta guys. Yeah, I mean that's that's my scenario with the Falcons. I I don't want them I'm, since I've got two of the main guys on there. I'm I am hoping to God they I play motivated or else I'm I'm yeah. screwed. <laughs> for, for me, you know, look, and a lot of you're people never Julio Jones, right? Yeah, I mean, I yeah. don't I don't care what the situation is, but. Then it, you, there's some questions when you get into, do I play Calvin Ridley? You know, Tevin Coleman's yes. been terrible. Do I put him in the lineup? I mean, there's a lot of question marks there. I mean, for as an Atlanta owner, I would I would feel confident about Julio and mm-hmm. take a long, hard look at some of these other guys, the secondary players. And on the Cardinals, I guess, uh, Larry Fitzgerald, I do like this matchup because the Falcons secondary, they were – uh, not not good against the Packers. They give up a lot of penalties, and I think Fitz might be able to take advantage of it. Maybe a, a big game for Johnson as well. I don't know though. I it's just it's the Cardinals' offense. Yeah, you know, I again, if you need a third receiver or a flex, definitely Johnson, and I, I think Fitzgerald would would be worth it just because of who they're playing. Up next, oh god, uh, Raiders and Bengals. Um, Joe Mixon, I guess. Uh, there you go. <laughs> I you know, guess look, the Raiders yeah. won. I guess <laughs> we we we've bagged on Oakland a lot, but they they beat Pittsburgh last week. Yeah, and I see some people are starting to get back on David Carr, and they're picking him up. And I no, I'm sorry. And they also played yeah. Kansas City tough the week before. So uh, are they are they finally getting ready to to you know, roll along and then start to get it or at week 16. Yeah. Week 15. Why the hell would they do it now? (laughs) Maybe that's how long they took to get. Look, Jared cook. If you're a Jared cook owner, I said to play him last week against Pittsburgh. I look like a genius. Yeah. Um, Jared cook has to be in your lineup. Yes. He, for sure. I, you know, I was dogging on, you don't start any Raiders at all, but yeah, he's the obvious because I mean, the last two years he's put up pretty good, numbers there as well i mean this year i think even better than last year yeah and on the flip side uh i didn't look like a genius when i said oh, i think tyler boyd will still have a decent game because they'll be playing oh, from behind <laughs> yeah they've boyd has really fallen off here the last couple yeah especially when you think he's gonna pick up the production with aj green out man that driscoll had offenses well i remember hugh jackson's there so that could be part of the issue too so I mean, you know, Boyd led the team, with, but it was three catches and 52 yards. I mean, I thought they'd be throwing the ball a lot more. And Mixon just went right through the Chargers' defense like, you know, a hot knife on butter. He had a great game. So, to your point, I think think Mixon is the one guy you play for the Bengals. Everybody else kind of of takes a back seat, even though Oakland's defense isn't fantastic, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. for me, I still play Tyler Boyd. I just guess I don't have a ton of faith in, in Driscoll. I mean, if Boyd's on my team, I still have him in my wide receiver three slot, um, especially with the Oakland matchup. I would still play him this week. And again, continuing, a lot of noon games this week, so we're going to have a ton of new games. Uh, we've got Titans at the Giants. 
Odell Beckham owners, man, I feel sorry for you because all of a sudden last Saturday the news came down, he ain't playing. And this week he's still not practicing. Going to be a game-time decision again. And, man, the studs that have been going out here in this fantasy, you know, is towards the end of the season and now in the playoffs – Man, this is this. I I can't remember a season where it's just like your big guys. Right when you need them in fantasy, they're falling down and they're not able to get in the game. So I mean, it'll be tough. But of course, the Titans. Everyone's on Derrick Henry's bandwagon. Yeah, I mean, look, I they obviously went in and locked down Washington last week. I mean, I think anybody could lock down uh, Mark yeah. Sanchez. I, I yes. I'm stunned that he has a job in the NFL. Yes. Um, yeah. That just that just shows you. And look, he's in the NFL. He's a, he's a successful athlete. I feel a little bad bagging on him because Is I, you know, I played high school football, and that was it. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mark Sanchez is far, far better than I am and most all of us are. But in the context of NFL quarterbacks, he is not great. No, that – yeah, I, I don't understand it. We'll get to Washington coming up, but – and, and something yeah. to watch for for you, Evan Ingram owners. He came back last week. Okay, uh, you know he actually yeah. led the team. He had seventy seven yards on on three receptions. This is after we targets. said, yeah. This is after we said what, what happened to Evan Ingram this year. Yeah, Remember so that he, last he, week? he came back last week. Yeah. The Titans have the number one defense against tight ends this year. I just want to throw that out there. Okay. If you have, you know, I have Evan Ingram on one of my teams. Um, and it's going to be a tough decision whether I play him or not. I don't love my other two options, but mm-hmm. I don't like the matchup. And and Titans, I mean, don't start any of the receivers. I mean, Corey Davis has been, ugh. I mean, this is tough, man, because the Titans, you're going into it, boy, they had a huge win, and, you know, they're right there, and it's in the thick of things in the AMC. and Derrick Henry looked fantastic. I just think last week was such one of those – False positive games where you're coming into this week, you might be thinking a way too much about what they'll do. But it is the Giants, so it's not like they're facing a juggernaut on defense there. Yeah, you know, and that's you got to be careful with Tennessee. They're a much much different team at home than they are on the road. Yes. I mean, let me give you yeah. an example. Wow, they beat New England thirty-four to ten. I can't wait to start all their guys against Indianapolis. Oh, they get whomped thirty-eight to ten in Indianapolis. Yes, yeah. Um, you know, they they lost on Monday night to Houston. They barely beat the Jets at home, uh, you know, in week 13. They had to have a last-second Corey Davis touchdown to win that game. And then, you know, it's it's Jacksonville, right? Their offense yes. is pretty much non-existent right now. They look great. But, again, they were at home. So be careful with your Tennessee expectations with them going on the road. The Giants actually have a path to the playoffs. Believe it or not, they yeah, obviously need a that. lot of help. Yeah, but who would have thought anybody would be saying the Giants and playoffs go back in mid-October? Exactly. Yeah, I saw that. It, it's Mission Impossible, but they're up for the challenge. So Titans and Giants coming up Sunday, and again, that's a noon kickoff. Dolphins at the Vikings. Dolphins coming off the big Miami miracle. Uh, the Vikings coming off uh, Seattle swoon. I guess they they look terrible in Seattle. They fired the offensive coordinator, and this one uh, well it should be interesting to say the least. They're going into it. I for on the Vikings side of things, I'll tell you, uh, they're going to run the ball. 
<laughs> so Thielen and Diggs owners, I, I don't know if you, you're going to start to get accustomed to uh, the big fantasy pass numbers they were putting up earlier in the season, but I've got a feeling uh, Delve and Cook, Latavius Murray, uh, are going to see plenty of the ball this week, probably a mandate from Coach Mike Zimmer after the DeFilippo firing this week. Yeah, and you look at the Miami side, I mean, you even said it last week. Uh, there's guys who you would have never even dreamt would help you win your fantasy playoffs and to just <laughs> cloud the situation anymore in the backfield. You have Brandon Bolden popping up last week and, and having his <laughs> nice day, right? Yes. So now, great, you didn't know if you should play Drake or Gore, and now Brandon Bolden's in the mix as well in the Miami backfield. Yes. Yes. Um, you know, this is a, another one of those games where Miami is in the – there's, there's four teams right now in the mix for the 16, the AFC, and Miami is one of them. Um, you know, I still think Minnesota will win this game. I think they'll win it comfortably. So that being said, you know, maybe a Kenny Stills. I know he's out there on the waiver wire. Uh, I think this will be a catch-up game again. Uh, mm-hmm. And so that you could see a lot of passing yards in the, the second half, fourth quarter, because I do think Minnesota bounces back and plays well at home and wins this game. Yeah, and another thing, why I was on the Vikings for running the ball is Dolphins have a pretty dang good secondary there. They they are doing a good job on that secondary, and I think uh, they're going to match up pretty good with the Vikings receivers. That's why I think, and it was Zimmer wanting them to run the ball more, yeah, I, I just don't, you know, I don't think Cousins is going to put up huge numbers. I think he's just going to be the game manager, maybe quarterback this week, and just try to get some confidence and get a win. So I, for fantasy-wise, I, I, I don't see it as a huge day against the Dolphins. But, again, I could be wrong. We've seen offensive changes just like that, or, and that might shake things up. I, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I, 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 I like the running backs, I guess, for the Vikings in this game. But the receivers, which sounds weird because they're the 1-2, they're up there for combos. I, I, I don't like them putting up monster numbers, I guess, this week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the Chargers being kind of funny on their their Twitter. Really, uh, they they have an update that uh, Ladanian Tomlinson is not going to be playing tonight. <laughs> Fantastic! So if you didn't catch that earlier, uh, yeah, Hunter Henry is not available, and now, uh, well, Ladanian Tomlinson obviously. Well, they need a running back, so there they go. Yeah, and actually, actually it says the update: Ladanian Tomlinson, Dan Fouts, and Lance Allworth are all out for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic. Well played, Chargers. Well played. That, that's yeah, great. It came out about seven minutes ago. So there you go. There's your update for the Chargers tonight, guys. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Well, that's better than what we've got coming up next. Redskins, Jaguars. Um, Jaguars defense. There you go. That's all you need to know for that one, right? Or for that. And I apologize because I, I don't know this, but um... – is Salazar starting again this week, or are they going to let Johnson have uh, take the reins? I think Josh Johnson is taking the reins, I think. I, I would hope so, right? Uh, yeah, I think after the showing he had when he came in, after not knowing the playbook for like four days, um, <laughs> I think Sanchez is relegated to the bench again. So, I, yeah, I think Johnson – so I guess maybe there's a glimmer of hope. Yeah, if you have Adrian Peterson, man, and you're starting him in your backfield, I, I feel sorry for you because I the confidence there is is shot with that offense in, in Washington right now. Yeah, and Josh Johnson is starting. I apologize, but I, okay. I did not know that for sure, but I just looked it up as we were talking. But So, I, I, look, here's the thing. Uh, I 
Josh Johnson was able to run the ball last week. I feel like, you know, I'm not saying play your Washington players, but I feel like his running ability will at least make it a little easier on Adrian Peterson. Um, I don't look for Adrian Peterson necessarily to have a huge game, but I don't think it will be like last week. I mean, heck, did the Giants have 12 men in the box at, at times yeah, in that yeah. game? I mean, hey, hey, Mark Sanchez, if you can complete this pass to a wide-open receiver, we're going to let you have it. Mm-hmm. You know? So, yeah, it was... Or, or, yeah. or 11 in the box. Did I say 12? That would be well, really tough. Well, it may as well have been. It may as well been the whole damn stadium because he just looked terrible out there. So, You guys have listened to us all year, and I don't know how many guys are on the football field. Uh, Soccer. Fif- there you go. 15, That's spoiler, right? There's your spoiler alert. Yeah. Yes. All right. We got Cowboys and the Colts up next to wrap up the noon games. And, uh, Cow- I mean, the Colts, here we are. After they t- they did what they did in Jacksonville two weeks ago, they come back. They do pretty good in tennis. Uh, they do good against the uh, Texans last week. And now the Cowboys, Amari Cooper. Thank you very much, Raiders. Thank you very much as he continues to uh, rip it up here. Ever since he's been training the Cowboys, just putting up the huge numbers. 509 yep. on 29 catches, 35 targets, five touchdowns in his last four weeks. Ridiculous. And there are Raiders dogging on him for that as well. I, I saw I that. Mean, <laughs> you throw him the ball. You see what happens. Yes. You know, it doesn't matter if it's tipped. He caught that tip ball for the win on Sunday. I yep. mean, he's he's been unbelievable. Hey, Amari, run the run the uh, run the bomb route. Here you go. And um, that's what it is, too. I mean, these aren't scientific pass routes. He's running. Some of them are just simple little posts. Yeah. And they, yeah. I remember the Thanksgiving game. He basically two post routes and he scored two touchdowns on them. They're not. Big scientific spider Y2J run out, we're curl inside out on three. I mean, he's not doing complicated routes. It's just simple stuff, and he's scoring. Yeah, keep an eye on Zeke's uh, neck injury. From what I've seen, he's expected to play, and, and they said he's fine. Um, but that's why he's listening to this questionable going into the game. I, I think, I mean, obviously, you are you don't need me to tell you to start uh you know, Ezekiel Elliott, but I think he'll have a nice game against Indianapolis. Uh, you know, so yeah. Amari and Zeke, obviously, are the guys you're playing. Indy, I don't know, man. I, they're, again, they're one of those four teams in the, the mix for the sixth seed in the AFC playoffs. But as we've seen, Dallas's defense has been rock solid. They gave up some yardage late in that game to, to Philadelphia. They were, um, you know, got hit with some, some long passes and, and let them hang around. So, I mean... Other than T.Y. Hilton and Ebron, I, I I don't know how much I love anybody else from Indianapolis. Yeah, I know with uh, Andrew Luck, I mean it's it's been up and down this week, and or I should say this year with with everything that they've been trying to keep going. I mean T.Y. Hilton, I was down on him going into the last week, and all of a sudden he puts up pretty good numbers last week. So it's it's up and down with that offense and. I don't know. Cowboys defense, yeah, like you said, the Eagles game, they gave up quite a bit. But, man, they, they showed how to do it against the Saints. And I think even though they're on the road, yeah, they're still one of the top defenses in the league. So I I, I, I think they might do pretty good here to uh, close out the noon games on Sunday. So then we go to the afternoon games. Only a couple of these. Uh, Seahawks, 49ers. You're hoping for Russell Wilson to have a big one, aren't you? I am. You know, I can't, I'm coming down to the dilemma again with my Russell Wilson 
cousins and and i played cousins last time whenever wilson played uh, san fran at home i will not be making that mistake again this week um if anything just because of the horrible outing he had on sunday night i look for for russell to, to bounce back and, and you know look seattle's had some issues going to san francisco before uh, i think they win the game but i you never know right it, yeah. it's a different team when you go on the road they went to carolina a little earlier this year few weeks back and, and one on the road. Uh, again, I think, I think Wilson, Carson, um, maybe even Tyler Lockett, especially if Baldwin's out again, are the, the three Seahawks you want to take a look at. Maybe even Mike Davis as a flex if you mm. absolutely have no other options. And the Seahawks, number one rushing team in the league, 153 yards uh, a game they're averaging. So, I mean, they lead that by quite a margin as well. So, I mean, they, they're making emphasis on establishing the run, and also Russell trying to get the pass going off of the run. So if you're a Carson owner, it could be a good week for him. So, I mean, you got that. And for, on the Niners side, George Kittle, man, he's proven his point to be a, one of those top tight end picks next year in fantasy, and he's closing out the season huge. Yeah, he's been incredible. I mean, unbelievable game. Look, these teams just played two weeks ago. Yep. So, yeah, that's I mean, it, it, it's going to be very familiar. Um you know, Jeff Wilson Jr., he, he had a nice game on, on Sunday. Yep. And I know a lot of people had picked him up to play. And I still don't know. He'd be like a flex guy for me. Um, I'm still not putting him in my, my running back two slot. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I, I, look at the game two weeks ago if you want to see how you think this one's going yeah, to, exactly. yeah. to stack up. I mean, I don't know if, I don't know if it's a 43-16 to 16 final being in San Francisco, but I mm-hmm. think it'll – play out a lot like it did two weeks ago and up next Patriots and Steelers and this one again we're hoping for some fantasy points in this one with these two teams they get together Ben says he's gonna play I guess but uh we'll see I think he's still I I don't know if he's been cleared or for sure he's gonna play but even though he got hurt in that Oakland game so Roethlisberger looks to be back and you know the Patriots as well they're gonna be pissed off against uh Pittsburgh, especially after what happened in Miami. So, I mean, this is this is one of those games we're hoping for fantasy points coming up Sunday. Well, yeah, and you got to keep an eye on Connor. Um, yep, that too. You know, I know, I know that they again. You don't know. They said he's questionable. He's, he's aiming to play, uh, so that's probably going to be right up to game time. Keeping an eye on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, Samuels was fine last week, right? I know you didn't love Jalen Samuels. He ran the ball for twenty-eight yards, had seven catches for sixty-four yards. Uh, in, yeah, you would have liked to have yeah. seen him get into the end zone, but um, look, if you if you have Samuels and you can play him in the tight end and the Yahoo, I, I yes. think you're probably fine with that. But um, you know, keep an eye on him going against the Patriots. If Connor's mm-hmm. out, I would play him in my flex. Uh, but okay. otherwise, uh, if if Connor's playing, he, he's another one though, right? He's, he goes yep. back to the same thing we said in, with Melvin Gordon tonight. If he does play. What happens if he re-aggravates or only plays a few snaps and is more of a decoy? Uh, it's a tough, tough position to be in with the Steelers running backs right now. And also for the Steelers, I mean, keep giving the ball to Juju. I mean, obviously I, I own him, so I'm a little partial to that. But uh, <laughs> Juju having a heck of a year, too. He's, uh, I think, third or fourth in the league in receiving yards. I mean, it's he's over Antonio Brown right now, so... Uh, for you Juju owners, hopefully they keep passing the ball to him, and it's a favorable matchup against that Patriots secondary for him this week. 
does Gronk come out and have a massive game because he took so much heat for his, uh, <laughs> his lack of ball? Yeah, I yeah he might. Yeah, I mean that's why I'm saying this could be a big fantasy game. I mean the defenses I don't think are going to do much in this one, and I think yeah the uh, the offenses are going to come to play here, and I and it always is Patriots Steelers always a big game, especially with the seating going on. But now with the Steelers, man, they got to win just to stay in that NFC North race. I mean, they're still there, but Ravens are right on them right now. Well, yeah, and you look, you know, they have the tie against Cleveland early on in the year. Yeah. Baltimore's a half game behind them. I, yeah. And so they uh, they definitely, this is a this is a tough game for them to have late in the season. And they I believe they've lost three in a row. They have. They've, they've yeah. lost three in a row. Um, you know, at Denver, they lost that Sunday night game to the Chargers, and then they turned around and, and lost to Oakland. And look, they they get New England this week, and they turn around and have to go to New Orleans next week. Um, yeah. So they get Cincinnati to finish the year, which is is a nice little uh, end of year end of year game. But yeah, this is this is a big game for them. They need to to win this game. So that'll wrap up the afternoon games, and then we got the Sunday nighter. It's the Eagles. They are going out to L.A. to take on the Rams. They are going to be without Carson Wentz. In fact, uh, the report just coming out. Uh, a uh, CT scan on Carson Wentz's back revealed a fracture vertebrae that, if allowed time it to rest, it's going to fully heal without any further expected issues, they uh, tell uh, ESPN's Adam Schefter. Uh, they're going to be continue to evaluate it to determine if uh, continuing to play this year will make the injury worse. So that ain't good at all for uh, Carson Wentz to have a fractured vertebrae in the back. So he's out for sure this week. And with that news, I, I don't know if he plays again this season. So you got Nick Foles back in there for the Eagles and uh, we'll see how he does once again. But the, I mean, that's the deal. He's familiar with the offense that helps out with your Eagle starters. And then you got the Rams as well. I mean, they're looking to bounce back after a horrid night against the bears last week. Yeah. I look for the Rams, uh, play all your Rams. I think they'll have a big night. They're back home. Um, you know, Amari had a field day against the Philadelphia secondary yeah. last week. I think the Rams will have a ton of points. I think they'll look like the Rams that you're used to seeing. And on on the flip side for Philly, uh, you know, look at your receivers because this is another one of those games. I think they're going to be playing catch up. And if they're going to beat the Rams, I think they're going to have to try to, uh, you know, sling it around and, and try to keep up with them in the, in the points categories. So this is a, a game for, Alshon Jeffrey, if, you, if you're an Alshon Jeffrey owner, um, you know, maybe even Golden Tate. I think the receivers will be having a lot of action on Sunday night. Yeah, so this will be a big game. Uh, this should be another one that should help you with the points here on uh, Sunday night. And yeah, with the Rams trying to, uh, you know, try to reestablish themselves after last week. Yeah, this could be a monster uh, game with them, and especially with the Eagles. They have a lot of secondary problems, like you said. A lot of injuries back there, and probably not enough guys to cover everyone that the the Rams have to throw at them. Yeah, I think it's gonna. I think Jared Goff is not going to get a negative five on Sunday night this week. <laughs> yeah, wasn't that something? I mean, a guy you've been banking on all this year, and yeah, that that happens last week. So, well, we talked about it. We talked fantasy. about it being a tough matchup, being in Chicago. And look, I know the Chicago defense is fantastic. They played really well on Sunday night, but I, I, look, I know these guys can play wherever, but there's a big difference between playing in LA and playing in Chicago yeah. on a Sunday night yes. in, in December. Um, so that's why I look for him to be back. And, and how many people lost last week that 
Road Gurley, and hopefully exactly. if you had Goff and Gurley and Cooks and Woods, and, you know, hopefully you had a bye because yeah. you could have very easily got knocked out of the playoffs last week. Well, that's the other underrated thing. I should have started off the top of the show is, you know, we looking around the league, if you had a bye week, some of the guys you were hoped lost so you wouldn't have to face those players this week. So, I mean, uh, that's what I was kind of cheering for. So I was happy to see those happen because I didn't want to face them this week. So some of those guys may be out. If you were on bye, you might not have to face Gurley and Goff right now. I mean, that's that's part of it, and all of it uh, factors in here. And that's, you know, that's why you play during the regular season because you try to get a better seed so you get the bye and yes. don't have to worry about exactly. it. I mean, I – Look, I never, ever root for injuries because, you know, I know these guys, what they put on the line for their careers, uh, you know. So anybody, don't be crappy if the guy you're playing has Melvin Gordon or a Connor or had a Beckham. You know what I mean? Yes. It sucks that these guys are out. If you won because of it, I mean, be happy you won, but don't Mm -hmm. don't be an ass about it. This public service announcement is brought to you by Todd. Well, you know, though, you know, there's those people in our leagues that, that oh, yeah. they see guys injured on another team and they, they're just yeah. downright gleeful about it. That's, yes. Look, I'm, the, the game I have this week, the, the, the guy I'm playing, he has Melvin Gordon and Connor as his two running backs. And the only other running back he has on his roster is Duke Johnson. Okay. Um, you know, that obviously plays into my advantage but you know i'm not happy about it Mm -hmm. yeah so i mean that's yes don't be a jerk it's christmas as spongebob would say (laughs) you'll get cool in your stocking yeah (laughs) then to wrap it all up we got the saints at the panthers uh coming up monday nights yeah the saints not in the dome it's in carolina so i'm as a michael thomas owner a little uh, weary of that. I'm hoping he can put up some points again this week. Uh, speaking of the Saints, their defense against the rush for you McCaffrey owners out there, uh, they are the number one rush defense in the league. They are giving up 77.6 yards a game. So they're the Saints defense, number one against the run. I mean, I'm not saying that's going to shut McCaffrey down. He's probably going to get his touches for all you that are, have been riding him all season long. And, yeah, he's up there with one of the fantasy MVPs, you could say, of the year. But, uh, you know, maybe you might have to temper your expectations of him this week. Yeah, you know, look, this is Carolina. This is probably Carolina's last stand. I mean, yeah. if they want a shot at at the, the sixth seed, I mean, they're going to have to show up on Monday night. Yes. Let's be honest about it because they – they finish at New Orleans. That's their mm-hmm. their week seventeen game. Um, going to Tampa and losing, and going to Cleveland last week and losing. I mean, they've lost five in a row. They were uh, six and two, yep. and now they're six and seven. Yeah. Um, if they have any fight left in them, they're going to have to bring it on <laughs> on Monday night. Yeah. Uh, look, with that being said, you still play your Saints because they're the Saints. You're not going to bench Michael Thomas or Kamara just because they're going to Carolina and they're going to be outdoors. If I'm a Carolina owner, I still personally, I like DJ Moore better than Curtis Samuel. Um, you know, I see Curtis Samuel getting a lot of love and, and he's, he's been nice down the stretch here. Uh, still, if I have to pick a receiver for Carolina, I'm, I'm playing DJ Moore. And uh, also, uh, 
you know, the tight end as well uh, for the Panthers. Uh, it's escaping me right now. He, I, I just picked him up. Why? Uh, Ian Thomas. Ian really Thomas. That's that, There we go. Just had to check my lineup. I'm like, yeah, Ian Thomas, if he's still out there, you might want to pick him up because Cam showed him some love after the uh, Olsen injury. Will Cam show up? Is Cam going to play a game on, on Monday night? <sighs> he's playing the best football he ever has. Wow. Of course, that's what he said when they've only lost three in a row in this losing streak. So this must be the the most fantastic football he's been playing ever. Last I, time they won was Sunday, November 4th. Wrap your head around that. Oh, man. Yeah, so Panthers, Saints, they're going to wrap it up Monday nights. Hopefully you don't need a Monday night miracle to win, but I'm, I'm sure it'll be coming down to that because there's going to be a lot of guys that are going to factor in the uh, playoffs here for you. So, again, this is – this is why we play. This is the fun time of year, and I'm sure this week we'll have some more of those plays that we're going, I could have won on that or I lost because of that, and that's fantasy football, isn't it? Yeah, look out for those uh, quarterback meals losing oh, you that one point yes. you needed. Don't remind me of crap like that. Yes. Oh, especially It when, happens. Yeah, especially if – do you guys do decimal points for the most part because you've had too many uh, ties in the past? You know, in one league we do, the other okay. team we do not. Okay, um, yeah. we, we're, we're down in the decimals because we've had some pretty controversial, and there have been some fantasy playoff matchups, and I think I was on the receiving end of one where I won by two-tenths of a point. So Yeah, I, I like the decimals because I don't really – I don't love ties, so I, I yeah. do like the decimal system. So there could be some decimal, decimal points being factors by the end of Monday night. And heading into the championships, here we go. Yeah, good luck. If you're still playing, I mean, like you said, PJ, this is what you play for. Thankfully, I got a team. If I lose, by the way, I'm not coming on next week. So (laughs) you better hope I win. Well, I hope you win because I need you or else I'm just talking to myself for an hour and a half. Well, good luck to you too and uh, good luck to everybody out there. And if you have questions about, look, I like to see see what your options are. So please, if you have questions, Send them on Twitter at draft that guy, and we will reply and let you know what we think. Yes, we will. And I won't uh, this week. I won't be able to post any pictures of Santa Claus flying in the stadiums or anything like that. So yeah, you're all fancy, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. At Lambo last week, I tell you what, I got to be honest. Since I had a bad week, uh, or, or I'm sorry, since I had a bye week, yes. we were watching Frosty the Snowman when you sent that picture. Out. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's all I had to say. If this was in Philly, he would have been thrown out of the stadium. So. Right, he would have been getting hit with snowballs yeah. before he even landed. Batteries and everything else. I mean, yeah, leave oh, it to Philly. Yeah. So there we go. We'll wrap it up for this week. Have a great, fantastic, successful fantasy playoff run. I'm PJ. He's I'm Todd. Follow us on Twitter at DraftThatGuy. This is the Fantasy Football Zone.